Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking bears as Baylor has welcoming uh, two new bear cubs to campus. We're visiting with Dakota Farquhar Cadell, Associate Director of Student Activities and the Robert Reed Director of the Baylor Chamber of Commerce. He oversees the Growing Baylor Bear program. This spring, as we said, Baylor announced the addition of these two new cubs, Judge Indy and Judge Bell. Indy and Bell are both American black bear cubs, born in January, who will join the Baylor family in the weeks ahead through a gradual introduction to the Bell and Eva Williams bear habitat. Indy and Bell become part of a long line of bears who have called Baylor home, including Judge Lady, who recently graduated with the 2023 spring class. She'll move to a private habitat specifically designed to provide a high standard of care, complementing the AZA-accredited Bill and Ava Williams Bear Habitat. Uh, Dakota, it's been a very busy time for you and your team, and we appreciate you taking the time to, to share with us today about this exciting news. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, Derek, thanks for having me. Uh, the news has been just, the response we've had has been overwhelming. You know, we, we knew that the Baylor family was thrilled and kind of chomping at the bit for this next season of Bears, and it has blown all of that just out of the water. Uh, real practical things. I mean, it blew all of our social media records yeah. out of the water. Uh, Baylor has never seen a response across Facebook and Twitter and Instagram like they have with uh, with Indian Bell. But just less tangibly, more from the heart, just the Baylor family has just poured out just phenomenal testimonies of love and support for our tradition of caring for bears. And one of the most beautiful things about, I think, the bear habitat is that the care of the bears aren't just limited to our our, te- our student team or our veterinary care team. It's really a family affair. The whole Baylor family is in on it. We are all caregivers and stewards of God's creation in this way. And so to see that showcased and just highlighted and celebrated was beautiful. It's been awesome. How nice was it to finally get the news out as well, Dakota? I know you guys have been working a lot behind the scenes quietly to make this yeah, happen. Yeah, we have. We've been working on it for a while, and it was a huge relief. We've, we've been waiting, counting down the days to where everyone could just celebrate together. Uh, and so it was a big relief, and it's just it's been really energizing. You know, it's it takes a lot of energy and uh, a lot of time and a lot of uh, patience to to care for bear cubs well. And releasing the news and the people being so excited really re-energized us too because it gave us more, it reminded us of why this matters so much. It matters so much to the Baylor family and it's just a gift that we get to help steward that. Visiting with Dakota Farquhar, Cadell, and Dakota over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll we'll talk about uh, finding them, integrating yep. them into campus. We'll talk about uh, about Lady as well and uh, her, her her graduation to her new facility. But let me start off by just asking you, uh, who are Indian Bell? We know a little bit about them, but tell yeah. us a little bit about who they are and uh, what their personalities uh, bring. Yeah, gosh. Uh... They are, every day is a new day with them. You know, I don't know if anyone who have ki- kids out there, they, you learn kind of as you go. And the way you uh, parent one kid is not the way you parent another. I have four kiddos at home and I, I know firsthand how it varies. And so bear cubs are no different. And Indy and Belle are very different from one another. And we're learning as we go. Indy, named for Independence, Texas, the birthplace of Baylor University, is much like her namesake, Independent. She kind of is the first one to explore new territory, try new things, climb new trees. She is the first one who has started to eat solid foods a little bit. And she just really explores more freely. She feels more independent. And 
She's also quite a bit more coordinated than Belle, which we'll get to in a second. So she's a little better of a climber. She has a little more confidence. Uh, she's starting to form into kind of the alpha bear out of the two. Lots of times when animals are companion animals to one another, they kind of fill in different roles. And so Indy is starting to fill in more of the alpha role. She's also the bigger bear. So the where, where we got them from, the rescue center, had uh, 16 cubs this year, which was far more than they had capacity for. And... Indy was the biggest of all 16. So she's going to be a big bear. And and Belle was the littlest of all 16, which I, I love the the contrast that gives because when people come visit the habitat, they love to know which bear is which. And, and hopefully as they grow and progress, we'll start to see when you come to the habitat, you'll be able to point out which one's Indy, which one's Belle. There'll be a big size difference. There's a little bit of a color difference, some facial differences, which will be really fun for people. Now, Belle is... Uh, She's kind of acting like that younger sister already. She she picks the fights a little more than Indy, even though she can't keep up as much. Uh, it's not uncommon for Indy to just be exploring in some grass and Belle to kind of sneak up and just swat her side to pick a little playful fight, which is pretty fun. Belle is a little slower on the solid foods. She's still, they're both just bottle fed, which we can talk about in a little bit. But she just started nibbling on some blueberries recently, still a little more tentative. She kind of follows Indy's lead. And Belle was named after the Carillon Bells in Patton F, which everyone who has been on campus, who has spent time at Baylor, knows and loves the Carillon Bells. And the, the, and you can hear them beautifully from the habitat. So we thought it was a really nice ode to our current campus. And like her namesake, Belle is the loudest. So out of the two, she she is the most vocal. She lets you know what she's thinking, when she's thinking it, no holding back. Uh, and together, they are a remarkable pair. They're so fun to be around, to watch, and they're going to offer really, really neat opportunities for our Baylor family. Does Belle like to climb too? or does Oh, she... yes. Yeah. She loves to climb. Now, she's not as coordinated. So <laughs> we have begun the practice of uh, circling tr- some of the trees with these foam pads, five-inch foam pads, so that if she decides to take a tumble, she falls into a nice foam <laughs> pad because she is not nearly as coordinated as Indy, but she'll get there. You're looking out for her. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Visiting with Dakota Farquhar Cadell talking about Indian Bell, Baylor's new black bear cubs. And so I, here's the question you probably get a lot. Well, well, how? You know, mm-hmm. a very broad uh, yep. how. Just yep. kind of take us through the, the process as much as makes sense on, okay, we realize we're going to be kind of looking for some new bears mm-hmm. to bring to the family. How do we go about doing that? Yeah, and you, you probably remember a couple of years ago when Lady had some of her health crisis, uh, she... That's when we really realized it became real. You know, sometimes maybe you have a family member who has a health issue and you start to realize the reality of aging and the finite of life. And uh, and so that's when we realized, wow, we are we are kind of in the sunset years of Joy and Lady, which we never wanted to name or acknowledge because of how much they mean to us. But it was the responsible thing to do. So we started talking about how can we best care for these aging bears moving forward? How can we continue to give them the best possible life they can, even as elderly, geriatric, sometimes we call them grandma bears, uh, and how can we continue to provide them that gold standard of care, honor their aging, make sure they have what they need to live the best possible days, uh, and then what that means for the next stages. Um, does that mean new cubs? Does that mean older bears? What What's the need out there? And one of our primary goals was to fill a need in the bear world. So where is there a need and how can we serve that need when it comes to black bears in America? And there is lots of bears that need a home each year, whether it's because their mom was killed or perhaps they were a decent size to humans, they're too friendly in a park. You know, you just, there's a variety of reasons that bears need a home. Potentially they're in an overpopulated game park, which is where Indy and Belle came from. 
And so we kind of had a couple of of litmus tests of of, of check boxes we wanted to make sure were were right when we were looking for cubs. The first was that do they need a home? Um, the second is can they be rehabilitated to the wild? Uh, but if they can, it's not a home for us. We're we're really in the business of making sure bears that need a home have a home who can't be re released into the wild. Um, and so can or can they not be re-released? Uh, and then finally, do they thrive off human interaction? Do they like a high env- high traffic, bustling college campus? Would this be the life for them? And we went through and worked with a lot of our partners. You know, AZA, the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, has been phenomenal. USDA, Texas Parks and Wildlife, our world-class veterinary team, uh, and a campus-wide committee. We kind of sat around the table and just figured out where, where are the opportunities here, what makes sense for us to provide, who, what, where, when, why, uh, asked lots of questions, and then kind of saw what emerged. And what listed to the top was this opportunity for Indian Bell, uh, which was, is an overpopulated park in which they could not be re-released. They cannot be re-released into the, into the wild. They need to have human care to survive. Uh, and after a long process of evaluation and caring for them before bringing them to campus, it's very clear that to have their best life, they want to be around some high, bustling, high traffic environment. They thrive off activity of sights and sounds. They love people. They like trying new things. It's it's kind of like they were they were made for us, and we were made for them in that sense. That it's going to be a, a really good match. So you uh, find them, you identify them as the yep. the right fits. Uh, what were, so what what goes into getting to know them a little bit and to figuring out what it'll take to acclimate them to Baylor? Sure, you know. Getting to know them is just is spending eight to twelve hours a day sitting out there with them and letting them climb on you. Sometimes they pee on you. Sometimes they they love to swim, so they'll jump into the, one of their favorite things right now is to jump into their pool. We have a really small wading pool for them that will also uh, was originally built for a lady as she retires. It's an in-ground pool that she doesn't have to step up or down into, so it's really good for her joints, and she just will walk slowly into it. The deepest it gets is about twelve inches. So it'll be perfect for a lady to stay cool and still be in the water in a comfortable way. But it's also, ironically, perfect for the cubs because they can just slide around it on and they don't know how to swim yet. And so 12 inches is perfect. And they'll get real wet. They'll roll around. You know, cubs soak up water like a sponge. Like they don't they, – they soak it all up and they hold it all in there. They weigh like 20 – double their weight after they get out of the water. And they run right over to us, jump in our lap. It's like the favorite thing to do, get us totally soaked and just roll around in the mud. It's just – it's their MO right now. And so that's what we do a lot to get to know them. We hang out with them. We're on their terms. One of the most important things to the habitat is, you know, called force-free animal care, which basically means we take all of our cues from the animals. What the animals, what the bears want is what we do. Uh, and what a bear doesn't want to do, they want what so it's a pretty good model and that's what they want to do right now they just want to spend time with us they want to get to know us more they want to try out new foods they want to explore so it's really a perfect day out there the birds are chirping it's a it's lately it's been pretty nice in waco and so the weather's nice the, the bears are just running around getting to know the humans and it's a perfect world Visiting with Dakota Farquhar, Cadell Associate Director of Student Activities and the Robert Reed Director of the Baylor Chamber of Commerce. He oversees the BEAR program. And Dakota, as you talk about that, let's zoom out just a bit, bit yeah. briefly. For people who maybe aren't totally familiar with the, the Baylor BEAR program, you know, we've yep. used, you know, we've used uh, terms like AZA accredited. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you just give us a little bit of an overall sense of the program, regardless of who the, who the BEARs are? Sure. So the bear habitat, we've had bears on campus, Derek, as you'd probably know, for over 100 years, which is a long time. It's longer than most zoos have been in existence. And so we have a lot of lessons we've learned along the way. And, 
you said AZA earlier. We're an AZA certified facility, the only college campus in the country or the world that has AZA accreditation. And AZA is the gold standard of care for animals. And when we became AZA accredited, probably about three, four years ago now, uh, we were saying that we were basically naming that we wanted to be a part of the family that holds animal welfare conservation and education to the highest standard and when you're a part of a network like that you can't help but be better and help each other be better and so the habitat itself is nestled right in the heart of campus and right off i-35 which is pretty fun because we get a wide variety of folks we, we boast over a quarter million visitors a year wow. and that's everything from the everyday college student walking from their finals you know to their next test to uh, some folks that have never even quite heard about Baylor. You know, just last week we had a couple stop by the Habitat. We were doing an educational presentation with Lady. And um, actually, it was an educational presentation for a bride and a groom. They got married at McLean Stadium and walked over to see Lady and right after they got married and got pictures, which is just awesome. And they they grew up uh, going to Baylor and knowing Lady. So Lady has felt like their bear, you know, for the last 20 years. And so they got pictures with Lady. While we were doing that uh, and talking to the bride and groom, a couple walked up. They didn't even really know much about Baylor, but they pulled off I-35. They Googled Baylor bears and saw that there was a habitat on campus with black bears. And they're like, no way. So they pulled up. They walked up, and they didn't even want to leave. You know, they're on a road trip across Texas. They have so much to see, and they didn't want to leave the bear habitat because they thought it was so cool. And so that just speaks to the wide range of folks we see. We know we have two-year-olds come by, the 92-year-olds come by, and we have all sorts of folks who are familiar with Baylor who are not familiar with Baylor. People in the community, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we hosted about 100 kindergartners from a Waco Elementary School to learn about bears. And before that, we hosted a, a high school class. And this summer, we have another slate of educational presentations. And so the habitat really serves as like this epicenter of like community engagement, education, and then ultimately com- uh, c- conservation. We, we really want to spread the word of conservation through Central Texas and and black bears are a phenomenal way to do that because they're actually native to Texas, which lots of folks don't realize. And we're starting to see the resurgence of black bears uh, up in Texas. And so it's a, it's just a perfect, timely way to serve the community, to serve our family. And that's kind of the habitat in a nutshell. That's great. And, and, and a lot of different organizations. I mean, obviously your bear team, it's a 365-day, yep. 24-7 job. But you, the other organizations on campus partner with you, all right? What, what, does, what does that look like briefly? Yeah. It, okay, so I said earlier it's a family affair, and it really is. It, it, every – I don't know if you ever heard this. There's a game called like Six – Five Clicks to Jesus. Have you heard of this game? I've here? not heard of this game. Okay. But, uh, Don't worry. Like, it's a good game. Okay. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> I, I'm guessing it is. Otherwise, you probably would have brought it up. Yeah. No, it's a game. It's a game we used to play in high school on Wikipedia. And you start with any kind of Wikipedia article and see if you can get to the page about Jesus in six clicks. <laughs> <laughs> and the theory here about this is that everything is ultimately connected. <laughs> yes. And and I kind of think the same way about the bears, like five clicks to the bears. On campus, you are already you're always one or two degrees separated from the bears. You look across our community. Community and everywhere from, you know, our dining services who offers the food to the bears, to our custodial and janitorial services who care and keep our campus clean, to our landscaping who are there every week, all the way to our professors and our administration, our environmental and health and science and risk offices. They help us think every month, weekly, on a weekly basis about how to make sure we're being the most safe we can be for our bears. We've had uh, schools, we have classes in the science building that have done uh, nutrition studies on our bears. It just, there's no corner of campus that isn't touched or hasn't contributed to the bears. We've had an engineering students do engineering projects about the habitat to, to bolster and increase our habitat facilities. It just, I could go on and on with how much 
everyone really, uh, it takes everyone to lift the program and uh, more than just the students. Who, I mean, the student care team is there every single day. Like you Ooh. mentioned, the Chamber of Commerce students are phenomenal. They On Christmas morning, Derek, when you're opening your presents this year, think about the bears for a second and know that we got some students out there. We're out there scooping that poop, scrubbing out their den, making sure they have the best breakfast possible. And really, it's it's kind of one of the best ways to spend Christmas morning uh, is with the bears because, the, you know, we give them the biggest feast. But every day of the year, every holidays, vacations, everything, there are always uh, – we always have a team there of student caregivers who just love the bears more than anything. And that's what makes it so special. Is that's good. That's good as we visit with Dakota Farquhar, Cadell, and – you know, you, 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 we talked a little bit uh, earlier. We talked about Lady, and she graduated. Uh, now, people have still been seeing her even mm-hmm. after the graduation, yep. still been able to see her at the uh, at the Habitat. But but take us inside kind of the approach and the philosophy mm-hmm. towards uh, the next steps for her and uh, allowing her to take a step back from the yeah. main stage. Well, I'll answer one of the questions we get most frequently right now is are we still going to get social media updates on Lady? Because people follow the Habitat religiously, and they love, I mean, it's one of, one of their lifelines to figure out how the bears are doing. And they, I want to put all it to rest. Yes, everyone will still get to see pictures, videos, regular updates of Lady, even when she's out of the public eye. So have no fear. Uh, everyone will get to check on her pretty regularly. But a lot of that care is adjusting our mechanisms for in really enriching her and caring for her in a way that doesn't put any more stress on her body. You know, she's 21 years old now, and that is kind of equivalent of a late 80s, early 90s year old human, which, you know, we all have, we all know our 90 year olds who are in great shape, right? Who can still go on a walk around the block and can still drive themselves. And ladies kind of like that. She's in great shape. She can still do her own thing. She loves still doing the stuff she always loves doing, but she's getting older and so we're we do welfare checks every single day where we chart her growth and chart her um, her just her her movements her behaviors to make sure. I don't know if you've ever had like a dog, Derek, that uh, has grown old, but you know, next thing you know, you don't realize it, but your dogs get old quick. And when they used to jump on the couch and have a treat, they don't want to jump on the couch anymore. And the next thing you know, they only want this kind of food. You know, it's slowly, it's a, it's a slow, steady piece. And Lady hasn't shown any signs of that yet, but she's on the cusp of just slowly starting to slow down. Her body is getting old, and so. I mentioned earlier the uh, the waiting pool. You know, she'll have a new, brand new waiting pool, which is awesome for her. She will love that. She has brand new padded flooring in her retirement facility. Uh, it'll be heated as well. So on those colder winter months, the actual flooring will be heated, which wow. will be awesome. And she has so many just bare age-appropriate things out there for her to engage with and stay healthy. Uh, and it's connected to the facility that she's been going to almost her whole life. So. We always took Jory and Lady out to their kind of exercise enrichment facility about once a week, and it was kind of like their playground, a playground for bears, and it's connected to that. So it's the same facility that she's familiar with. It puts no more stress on her, and it's the same caregiving team that provides her care. And so I think it's just the ultimate way to help a bear age is what we have set up for Lady. Is that unique for a university like Baylor or, you know, you know, is it an AZA accreditation mm. thing when, when once the bear is off the main stage, we yep. are the ones that still continue to care for her? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. You know, it's not uncommon for a bear to kind of circulate to a, another park or a site to age into their final days. Um, it, it's more uncommon to invest in a whole second retirement facility just for an aging bear. I think that's unparalleled. I mean, in terms of the animal care world, uh, it is it is unmatched to invest a whole nother facility for an aging bear. And the beauty of it is that 
we'll get to use it for the next 100 years. Because whenever we have especially complex veterinary visits or need to do some unique procedures, we can take any bears out there. They can be, they're kind of like an auxiliary facility for also veterinary procedures and medications. And so for lots of reasons, I just think it's unmatched. And we've already have been providing world-class care, but adding the addition of this second facility is just incredible. That's great. Yeah, well taken care of for sure as we visit with Dakota Farquhar Cadell. And Dakotas, we had in the final two minutes, so you've been uh, you've been caring for bears that have been getting older. Now, bears are moving into the habitat who yep. are, are quite young. What, what, what's that transition like, uh, welcoming cubs into the facility? Well, I tell you, one of the funnest things is, is the students getting to meet them because well, goodness, our student caregivers, like I said earlier, are second to none. They're they're phenomenal. They're learning new things every day. Uh, Griffin, our primary student caregiver, who is a caregiver for a lady this past year, and will transition into the Cubs. Um, I taught him how to make bottles the other day, and I, I I think we often overlook how unique and special it is that our students get to do this firsthand. I was looking at them, teaching them how to make sure the water was not too hot, just warm enough, you know, putting in the formula. The cubs drink uh, milk at 52% fat. So oh, wow. it is it is thick. So I'm teaching them how to make these bottles, and I look at them like, Griffin, this is pretty awesome. If, you, if kids are ever in your future, Griffin, or if you have nieces or nephews, whatever the case may be, you will be light years ahead of almost anyone else your <laughs> age because you will know how to make a baby bottle. Sure. How awesome is that? And so seeing the students get to care for them and bond with them are phenomenal. They're they're just such hard workers, and it is you know it's unique that we could have bears on campus, and it's wildly unique that we could have students who love them up close and personal. And so I say that all that mixed together has just made for the most beautiful season, Derek. It's it's so energizing and fun and hopeful and joyful to to get to be a part of this season and uh, our students are all in, our family's all in, you know, the, the Baylor community's all in and these Indian Bell, I'm telling you, when people get to meet them on campus, let's say four to six weeks, I'm hoping, mm-hmm. uh, that it is going to just turn it, it's going to turn it all upside down. People are going to, you know, I've seen comments on Facebook or social media already saying, from students saying, I'm going to lose so much study time at the Habitat because you are, you're going to yeah. go by and see them and, you know, you're just going to not want to leave and so, I'm excited for this next season. I'm excited for Baylor. I'm grateful for just the resources and support Baylor has for this uh, habitat and the program. And uh, and it's just it's just a season of, of gratitude and hope. Well, that's very exciting. Well, Dakota, we look forward to say about four to six weeks or so. That's what we're hoping for. Be, yep. Give or take. So uh, yep. social media will be where yeah, people can absolutely. really get that info yep. for sure. Well, Dakota, thanks for all the work you and your team do and for taking the time to share with us today. Obviously, we're very excited to see them. So thanks so much for coming on here. Thanks, Derek. See you. Dakota Farquhar Cadell, Associate Director of Student Activities and the Robert Reed Director of the Baylor Chamber of Commerce, our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. A reminder, you can hear this and other programs online at baylor.edu slash connections, and you can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections.